Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then, uh, yeah, got the uh, couple fellows in the house. We uh, we watched this movie uh, this last weekend, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, Sam Washburn's actually the one that brought this movie up to me. It's a uh, uh, Batman Ninja and I so apologize. I, I <laughs> it was cool. Like uh, it was funny because like you sent it to me, and then like uh, uh, another one of my friends sent it to me like right after, just because I think it was like uh, someone that worked on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure worked on this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, well, we'll get into it, but yeah. I think he worked on the opening uh, animation sequence for it. So that was kind of yeah. a trip. So I was like, well, this is pretty funny. So this episode's been a long time in the in the works, but we finally uh, were able to sit down and kind of watch it, and then we'll riff through it here but thanks for coming sam thanks for having me back and we also here. uh we got caleb masters in the house cinematropolis what up boy hey how's it going harold uh caleb does a uh, batman the animated series podcast uh you might hear us refer to if we're talking about batman the animated series instead of having to say it every time we might say btas so just to curve any uh confusion there if we say btas that's what we're referring to exactly. and also uh before i forget um, we'll just go ahead and throw a spoiler alert on this. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, definitely, you know, wa- listen to this episode after you watched it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to, there's, there's too many goodies to talk about. We have to, we have to talk about spoilers in this one. No, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you coming out and, uh, kind of, uh, you know, whenever Sam had talked to me about, but doing this, uh, I thought about you and Josh Unruh that do the BTAS podcast immediately. I was like, I gotta have both of those guys are one of those guys. So yeah, I'm glad yeah. I got the better half here. <laughs> oh, don't, don't say it too loudly. Uh, I, I'm flattered. Uh, but uh, no, Harold, uh, seriously, thanks for uh, asking me to be on the show. I actually watch most of these straight to DVD DC animated films because I feel like they're vastly superior to the theatrical DC movies. <laughs> um, and this one in particular, I think this is the, and we'll get into it, but I, I believe this is the first true, true anime film. They've done other anime way back. We'll talk about that, but I think this is the first actually made in Japan, if I understand correctly. Uh, so, That's correct, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really, really excited to, to be here talking about it. Uh, we don't, on an animated discussion, we focus so much on the animated series, we don't get to these as much, so this is a, a great opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, kind of wanted to jump over to Sam real quick uh, here off the bat. I was kind of wondering, like, what kind of put this, was there something specifically that put this movie on your radar? kind of wanted to talk about like the history of it and the production. I I didn't even know it was a thing. And then you said it to me and I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, like Caleb was just talking about DC has done this really remarkable thing. Like they've really like, uh, I think they've realized that like Marvel beat them to the punch on movies. So they've gone into like a bunch of different directions as far as really expanding animation, doing TV and stuff. And for like what, like the last 10 years they've been doing these animated movies I, and this one, it's like they put extra oomph behind it. And I first found out about it through Facebook because, you know, Facebook spies on you. As you, you and, do. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook spies on you, knows everything you like, and uh, <laughs> gives, like you, <laughs> yeah, gives you suggestions. So all of a sudden, like, I'm scrolling through Facebook, not really paying attention, and this amazing trailer starts playing for Ninja Batman. And, like, they really, like, 
they really produced the heck out of this trailer. I don't know if you guys saw it, right? It's it's incredible. Like even if you haven't seen the movie, go ahead and watch the trailer for it because it really sets the table for like, whoa, this is like a notch above. Like because when I first saw it, I was like, this looks like something I would see. Uh, maybe not like wide release, but like this would be like something you'd go to the art house cinema for, right? Like it looks that detailed, that complex. Like I think uh, one of the gripes I have about like some of the, the DC animated movies is the production is good, but like if you grew up on BTAS, <laughs> the animated series, there's this weird, some of the, some of them, like the animation quality is very stiff. And this was like, this film itself was actually a, uh, combination effort between Warner Brothers Animation and Warner Brothers Japan. So all of the work on it, besides the dubbing, was actually done over in Japan, and it shows. No, definitely, and it's cool because, you know, and we may get into this a little bit later, but there's a lot of, like, traditional Japanese style that's thrown in. A lot of uh, stuff that maybe you see, like, kabuki-type shit and, like like, the traditional, like, stamp, a lot of that art. That you'd see like the big tsunami piece that yeah. everybody knows, the, the iconic block, piece. Wood block art. That shit's like it, it pops up and you're like, whoa, like this is kind of crazy. So Yeah, the Uki Ukiyoyi, I believe it's I, called. Yeah. It's the that's that art style, like the floating world, is really present throughout the art direction of I'm this. A, well, I'm a filthy a, casual, so I don't know all that terminology. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a variety of different anime styles inside the film i mean there's like a main style but then there's a lot of sub styles that oh, pop yeah. up for a vignette or a, a sequence or something along those lines i was gonna ask you okay well, was that kind of your experience as far as like the introduction like i had never even heard of it and, and sam sent it to me so i i know i i had this similar experience i don't remember where maybe it was twitter or facebook i remember i remember seeing samurai batman i was like oh cool they're making uh an, a batman anime but i thought it was going to be kind of like an american anime sort of thing until mm-hmm. i watched the trailer which was actually in the original subtitles and i was like oh this is actually in, made in Japan, and then I went and looked at you know the, you know the credits and everything. And I was like, wow, this looks bonkers, and I'm super into it. I, I mean, at this point, we've seen we've seen Batman done in so many different iterations, but truthfully, I don't think we've seen uh, a real Batman anime. The only other example I can think of was way back between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, so uh, 07, 08, I think, uh, was Gotham Knight, which was very very early on in the these DC straight to DVD, straight to home video animated films. And I think it was like the second or third one, but it was basically kind of like the Animatrix where there was, I think, eight, seven or eight different little vignettes. All of them had a different anime style from different creators. So de- it was still, it's a unique thing. I want to say a lot of that was still done here in the States with Japanese talent. Um, but this one is a full-blown anime. So it's not quite the same thing. Um, but... Yeah, it was pretty similar. I was like, whoa, this is cool. I've got to see it. Uh, You know, and I think as a guy who does keep track, I watch most of these DC straight to animated videos. So for those of you who who haven't caught on to that, it started, I think, in 2008 with Superman Doomsday. I think. Sounds about right. uh, And then you wait, Gotham Knight. We've had things like The Killing Joke. Uh, We've had uh, Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2. They've now got uh, a sub, even though they're not, there's like a sub universe inside these movies. There's like some of them, like I think they put three or four of these out a year and two of them a year are in the same continuity. It gets really confusing. I mean, if you want to be technical about it, it all goes back to Batman mask of the phantasm, like right. in the early nineties. Mm. I mean, it's, it's crazy just how much 
uh, I mean, when Warner bought DC Comics, they just really, like, uh, in a good way, they've exploited it. And, and, like, just, I think it felt like it was about 15 years ago when they realized we don't have to have one kind of Batman or one kind of Superman. We can appeal to all the demographics. Like, that was when you really started to see uh, DC really re-embrace, like, uh, the 60s Batman and the Michael Keaton Batman and the Christian Bale Batman mm-hmm. and like all this stuff at once. I, I want to say about a point, yeah, about 15 years ago, that was on the tail end of uh, Justice League, uh, the animated show yep. that was set in the same universe like Kevin Conroy's Batman. But at that time, there, were, there was a point where we had Christian Bale, we had Kevin Conroy Batman on Justice League, and then there was a third one and another show that was on Warner Brothers, not Cartoon Network, called, called The Batman. Batman. That had yep. a totally different voice actor. I don't know his name, but there were three Batmans at the same time for about a year. So I think Holy I think shit. you hit the hit the nail on the head with that one. Well, see, and that's kind of, that was one of the things I was really wanting to draw on was like kind of the parallel between what you know how we viewed this and the style in this compared to what you know we'd consumed growing up with Batman the animated series. What do, what do you kind of find there is like kind of staying true to the Batman like that we grew up with, like as far as BTAS and where do you think it diverges? Where do you think it's like done well? So the thing about this movie that I think it does well, and I think it fits the anime media. I don't even want to say genre. I think anime is its own media separate from animation uh, is this has a lot of, everyone knows the meme online because he's Batman because he just does stuff. And it's like, how did he do that? Because he's Batman. He can, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, that's the joke, right? This movie, this movie is full of things like that. So I think it catches uh, a lot of the really, really fun elements of Batman. Just Batman doing crazy bonkers things. I think it does super well, but not crazy bonkers in the Adam West sort of way. Just like super over the top. Yeah, there's no uh, anti-shark spray. Yeah, no, no, not 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 that we saw. Yeah, um, I was about to say they may have snuck it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do find Batman in this movie is incredibly dumb. Yeah, I think that's really fair. <laughs> uh, one of the interesting things was like looking at some of like the bonus features on the Blu-ray about it was uh, they made a big deal about how like um, this isn't. I think I'm getting this right. This isn't so much like the Japanese uh, doing their spin on Batman. It's taking Batman and putting him in Japan and then sort of like putting the spin on the world around him. And then like the narrative structure is almost like, how does he deal with that? Because like the really like half the movie is him fish out of water, like totally. Wow. Like uh, Caleb's (laughs) right. Like, like uh, it's, I guess I'll spoil like some of my review. Like uh, it's a good movie, but you really got to like step back. Cause Batman's going to screw up a lot and yeah. you're going to be like, Whoa, <laughs> like that's yeah, yeah. really dumb Batman. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that was one of the parallels too, because you know, in B test, he's such like the, he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. He's not a detective in this movie. And in this one, he's, <laughs> Oh my God. He's like a, a hammer. Yeah. yeah. He's an idiot. Um, he's got like the combat skills we expect from Batman, but definitely doesn't ever at any point really, demonstrate the brains no yeah and, and one part sticks out to me uh was whenever um you know getting a little head in the movie but there was a part where uh you know there's like a big explosion and the joker and harley quinn are like out in like a field or whatever right and 
it's him and is it Nightwing, was it? Oh, it, well, I think the Red Hood is what Red you're talking Hood. about, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, the Red Hood's like, oh shit, this is the Joker, like, we gotta get him. But he he's like, not acting like the Joker. And Batman's like, nah, he, he left his memory in that explosion. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, what the fuck? It, it really like, starts going into like, <laughs> yeah. we should probably what? just go over the plot real quick. But like that that part of the movie is where it really starts going to Batman 1960s territory. Yeah. He's like, no, say, he's good. He's redeemed. Yeah. He, he yeah. forgot he's the Joker. Well, the say. funny thing is like, <laughs> they actually write it so that he did lose his memory. That's the weird part is when the Joker comes back later and he's like. For like a second. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I made myself lose my memory. But this plant that I planted gave me my memory it was, back. It was ah, you're stupid, it, Batman. It was chess, <laughs> not chess, not checkers for sure. Oh yeah. man, that's great though. You're right because the Joker does some pretty brilliant things in this movie, even though he's the crazy chaotic one, and Batman falls for all of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We should probably hit on the plot. Yeah, but I, uh, before we get into that, like, I do want to riff on the plot, and def- we'll definitely go through that. But I just wanted to touch on real quick on uh, the fact that we personally, we all three sat down and watched it. Um, but we purposefully chose the dub mm-hmm. and I know that's a big point of contention, especially with the people that listen to my show and like people I've had on is like the big sub versus dub. We went ahead and watched the dub because you know, who can read when you're trying to watch all the action, you know, I can't be reading whenever I'm trying to watch this. And so I don't know if you guys had any qualms with the watching that or if you wanted to watch, have you watched the sub Sam? I can actually say it was a good idea to watch the dub because I watched like half of it again with the sub today. And um, it was surprising how much it matched up because the subtitles just did the dub. So there were a few differences, which I can get into later if you want, but it, it tracked closely enough that it was like, yeah, this they're saying so much that we need to see the yeah. dub. Yeah. Which I know, I know Caleb kind of airs on, you know, he, Caleb can really go both ways, right? You, you've watched sub and dub everything, right? Yeah. It's, it's, um, I, I try to do both. My, my rule of thumb with when choosing is I start the dub. And if the dub is unbearable, I switch the subbed. Um, <laughs> because for the, especially though on the first viewing, because your point this is an action anime, uh, and I knew based on the trailer there was going to be some really stunning art direction. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm glad because even the trailer still didn't reveal some of the best art direction in the movie. Even yeah, um, and I knew uh, that when you asked, you said, "Hey, what do you think?" I'm like, "Well, we're like, hey, the art and this really pops, so we want to be able to focus on the narrative and the art direction." Uh, that said, I, there are times when subtitles fine, and I think we talked about this way back on my, on my, on my first episode. There are, there are subtitles fine. It's really weird. Like we've got a. You ask me about your name. You like watch subbed or dubbed, and I have watched both of those. And I was like, oh, sub, no question. I was airing to it. Uh, I was like leaning towards that too. Yeah. Right. Um. But that one, that one again, it's it's a case by case scenario because with that one, the thing that throws me off isn't actually the voices. It's the fact that they keep the same soundtrack, but they dub the music, yeah. and you can't understand like I've the English. Yeah. The, the guy yeah. sings in English to a Japanese song what? with the same lyrics. Wait, and what is this again? It's called Your Name. Okay. It's a great movie. Whoa. Yeah. Check it out. It's an amazing film, but that's an example of when I would say, you know, I think subtitle is superior. Whenever, whenever you cannot watch a film without being distracted, if anything in that dub distracts you, then I think, yeah, you go subbed. But yeah. with this one, though, that's I, a good I, rule of thumb. I, I was think. never distracted by the uh, dub. I it would was say good, the I think. the only difference, like the only thing worth watching the sub version for, is that the voice actor for the Joker, and Joker's a very prominent part of this movie. The voice actor for the Joker is 
three times better in the sub really? than in the dub. Huh. That's a personal opinion, but like, and it's it's tainted because we got we got the best animated Joker ever in Batman the animated series, and Mark Hamill's not going to do the Joker forever. So Mark Hamill's not the Joker in this, and the Japanese version uh, of like it just it sounds better. Like he sounds like more like a demon. It's like whereas, more believable. Yeah, a little more believable. Whereas in the uh, dub version, that that voice actor does the best he can, but he has to like throw words in so that like what the Joker says makes sense. And, and like there's particularly one part where like uh, the Joker just says weird things like we want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. And you're just like, what are you <laughs> talking about? There's some localization there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it does have the goofy stuff. It does have the goofy stuff like that. Real That's right. Shit. Yeah, no, um, I think, uh, Sam, you raised a great point. I thought the Joker in this movie was solid in the dub. Uh, it's mm. voiced by Tony Hale, uh, or as a lot of you might know, uh, Buster from Arrested Development or Gary Walsh from Veep. He's also in a ton Wait, of other stuff. seriously? That yeah. was, okay. Yeah. Wow, now I feel kind of bad about no, I mean, all the shade cast. I just... We also have Spongebob, right? <laughs> well, SpongeBob's yeah, Spongebob is the voice of the penguin in here. Um, th this is actually, and hold on, I'll get to it in a second. This is actually an all-star cast of voice actors, oh. not actors who are doing voice. I'm talking about bonafide full-time voice actors. That's Tony Hale is probably the only one on here that I uh, that is not actually a voice actor. He's just an actor doing voice. Well, now I'm just going to picture the Joker going, hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, here's the thing, I, and, and Sam, I, can, I agree with you. The Joker, his version of the Joker, I, I thought was okay, but it's because I'm contextualizing with, I've already decided no one's going to be as Mark Hamill. The yeah. problem with Mark Hamill coming out the gate as being exceptional as he is, is that anyone who's even trying to do the same type of Joker as him at all is going to sound like they're trying to like an, an imitator. And yeah. that's the, that's, that's not, I mean, that's nobody's fault. It's yeah. just something like you kind of have to get used to as fans. Yeah. It's because, a personal yeah. preference. And he, yeah. he set a high bar and there have been other Jokers and other film. Like Heath Ledger is a, a great example, live action. Mm -hmm. Like I don't ever compare those two. They're just two totally different things. So the only way that I think you do a great Joker is by not doing something that imitates Mark Hamill. And I, I don't doing think, your own thing. Yeah. And, and that's really hard in animation because in animation, you want him to be an extreme character. Mm -hmm. You can't, you're not gonna be able to top Mark Hamill. That's yeah. true. One guy came close and that was uh, in Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, it's um that video game voice actors and everything. Uh, Toy Baker, Toy Baker. Yes, that's who I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, he, he did a really good job. At, but like, yeah. I, again, I don't want to drop too much shade. It was just, it was weird because <laughs> sometimes it took me out of it. And I yeah. was like, oh, uh, like, eh, this is not you, doing it. Why are you me. going, ha ha ha, Joker? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, uh, like, just a little too high pitched. You have very high <laughs> pitches. Get up there, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I I agree. I don't think the Joker and this is a home run. I didn't hate it, but that's because I've already like lowered my. Anytime I watch a yeah. movie with the Joker, my expectations are very low. Um, but no, uh, I'm actually glad you mentioned the voice cast because uh, starting out the gate, Roger Craig Smith, who is a legendary video game voice actor in the field of video games, he's voiced Chris Redfield in Resident Evil, starting with Resident Evil Five, Ezio from the Assassin's Creed series, uh, and he is currently the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, what? Whoa. Yeah, since 2010. Uh, and he actually played Batman in Batman Arkham Origins. Didn't realize that either. Oh, there you go. Uh, that might be why Batman wasn't really a problem for me, because it sounded familiar mm -hmm. somewhat. Yeah, It didn't feel like it was doing a Kevin Conroy impression. No, yeah. yeah. 
Um, Catwoman's voiced by, I'm going to say her name wrong, Gray DeLil. She's voiced Vicky in Fairly Odd Parents, Azula and Avatar, The Last <laughs> Airbender, <Vicky>. Mandy <laughs> in The Grand Adventures of Billy and Mandy, am- among a ton of other stuff. She's a lot of shit. Wait, really? Wow, yeah. she's really good at her job. Yeah, you're right. I, didn't, right? I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah, <laughs> a lot yeah, of different yeah. voices. Um, there's a bunch of other ones. The other one I'll mention, the only one that was probably pretty familiar to Batman fans, unless you picked up on that Batman take, is Harley Quinn. She also did Poison Ivy. Harley Quinn specifically, uh, voiced by Tara Strong, who actually replaced the original voice of uh, Harley Quinn, Arlene Sorkin. Uh, and I think it was Batman Arkham City. She kind of took over that role and has yeah. been doing it ever since. Oh. She's like the person She's for Harley Quinn. You yeah. know, that was a good transition, though. That was like Mickey Mouse level because they're really similar. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, didn't know, like I a, didn't know until I looked it up, until I found out afterwards. I was like, old oh. Brooklyn girl and throw them in, you know. Mm-hmm. Just do your Brooklyn impression you can be in here. Oh, and of course, yeah, as you mentioned, SpongeBob. Tom Kenny voicing Penguin who did... SpongeBob motherfucking SquarePants. That dude is for- prolific as shit. <laughs> yeah, he's well, in so much stuff. He did about thirty seconds worth of work for this, but yeah. it was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he uh, he also did. He was like the announcer in Powerpuff Girls. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I had uh, no idea. Heifer wow. back in uh, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. Oh, yeah, shit. that's crazy. He's all over a bunch of Nickelodeon yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, I, I think I, so. I would say with the voice cast, though, hats off because here's the thing about voice actors: most people don't know who they are, but it's such a it's honestly such a small field of people, such a small pool of people, and it's very rare that there are films like this that do cast voice actors because they're always trying to find other names that people recognize that they're on the box cover or celebrities they know. Um, so I, I, I mean, I, I think overall, with the exception of maybe being, being the Joker, I think everyone else did a hit a home run. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the Joker. And again, I'm, I'm tossing a lot of shade. He did <laughs> well, a, really, it's hard he did to a compare, good job. Yeah, when, he did a good job. <laughs> when you when it's such an iconic show, you know, it's hard to like compare someone mm-hmm. when there's been such this, you know, he's been our guy. You know, Mark Hamill's like the guy. Yeah. When he's done so many, even in his own version of the Joker, he's done so many versions of the Joker. He's done yeah. a really dark Joker. He's done lighthearted, goofy Joker, stand-up comedian Joker. Like he's... Been doing it for the like, range of it is yeah. just prolific. So it, yeah, it's just a tough act to follow. Um, well, with that, I think we'll jump into like kind of just going walk through the plot. You know, we'll walk through like our favorite parts. Um, Caleb, do you want to jump us off? Well, first off, I got the very much got the it's a dark and stormy night with this gothic horror yeah. Gotham. Don't be fooled. Um, talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking about the animation style and how it changes the 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 bookends of the movie, which do take place in Gotham are look like they're out of an Edgar Allan, uh, an illustration for an Edgar oh, Allan Poe yeah. novel. Yeah. Like it looks like a Gothic horror vibe. Like hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Uh, more or less. Grodd has a time traveling device and then Batman tries to stop him. And then like, uh, something goes wrong and this entire basically city block or so gets time warped back to ancient Japan. It's not just time travel. It's time and space. Cause they're not in Gotham. Yep. So, um, it's kind and of the beginning. That's one of the best parts of it too. Is like the big surprise coming out of this movie was that like when that preview comes in, there's a scene where they revealed Gorilla Grodd was going to be in it. Now Grodd, for those of you who don't know, he's not a traditional Batman villain. He's a Flash villain, but he's such a great visual because he's a giant, super intelligent, mind controlling gorilla. Yes, and uh, like the fact that he's in this movie is delightful. Like, uh, and apparently, the creators. Over in Japan, he was their favorite part. 
Because they were like, well, we want to put Grodd in this. Like, it's the only way you could do time travel. And, like, now we get to animate, that like, a sense, giant yeah. super. I didn't know he villain. was a Flash villain, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, huh. he's more of a Justice League villain now. But yeah. I start, he originated in Flash. I don't Flash. know much about DC, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, uh, a quick aside, Batman has the best rogues gallery. Yes. If you're in the DC universe, the second best is the Flash. Because he's got the weird villains. And then it goes to Superman, Wonder Woman, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, Garad was like, you know, they brought him into this and they basically said, okay, you're a Batman villain now. And it was great. So uh, do you want Caleb to continue? With well, whoever, the, I mean, we could uh, just riff off of like, well, firstly, I just got to, I just got to show that I thought the logo was really kick-ass. Like when mm-hmm. it popped up, I was like Batman Ninja. Oh man, we're in for it. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, cool. it was l- legit. Um, and I also thought the, the, thing I noticed immediately at the beginning was the transitions between the 2D and 3D animation. Yep. Stellar. It was well done. Really yeah. well done. It's like, I don't, I never thought they could do stuff with shell set shading the way they did of this movie. Like it just as an art form, it's gotten better. But, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, they get sent back in time. Uh, but of course there has to be a fluke or like a loophole to, so that Batman has a way to fight. Cause if they all went back in time together, Batman would just beat everybody up. Yeah. And then, right. So Batman gets sucked in uh, through plot contrivances. Yeah. <laughs> and, and arrives, For the sake of the plot. Yeah, he he was, arrives yeah. two years after everyone else. That's right. So what's Even that? though it was seconds. It was seconds, it was seconds in Gotham. But we don't know how time works. Yeah. Time <laughs> well, time is a construct, right? Yeah. Time. Doesn't matter. But by, <laughs> by the time Batman arrives, uh, he is... <laughs> he's come two years after everyone. I mean, everyone. Because, like, half his rogues gallery is in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So, we should probably throw out the rogues gallery includes Poison Ivy, Two yep. Face, uh, Deathstroke, Penguin. The Joker, Penguin, and Two. I said Two Face already, right? And okay. Bane. And oh, oh, and a special and cameo. And, and Bane <laughs> has a cameo, comes out of nowhere, <laughs> and then disappears. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm frankly not convinced that's the real Bane. And his Borat we'll get into uh, it. swimsuit. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, like, Everybody gets sucked back in time, right? And because they've been there for two years, this is set during the Warring States period of Japan. So they have taken over as like the daimyos or the shoguns. I'm butchering some bullshit. The language. I mean, it's their culture. <laughs> wow, but it's not yeah, some bullshit. Wow. <laughs> uh, the heads of the city states. <laughs> yeah. So they're warlords essentially. God damn <laughs> like, it. And, my rates uh, in Japan just dropped off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. That's my heritage. But they're uh, they're warlords. They've all taken over different city states, and they're warring with each other. Uh, which Catwoman explains to Batman after he gets his butt handed to him. The first time. Wait, wait, can we just the, okay, can we just stop and say <laughs> first evidence that Batman in this movie is really fucking stupid. Yeah. He, gets, he gets surrounded by all these guys in samurai armor, but they're all very clearly wearing Joker mask. Yeah, they have like a the smile. Joker. Very yeah. clearly Joker mask. And he's like, oh, who's your lord? Who is he? Tell me. I'm like, dude, it's it's right on their face. Come on. Who are you working for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wouldn't give the dead nation. To a civilian, yeah, dude, that <laughs> was that so out. dumb. It's <laughs> like, come on, dude. It's like visual cues, and Batman. Then, and then, as soon as he like <laughs> takes out these assassins, he he drops a smoke grenade to disappear, and he he, sh- he yeah he looks up, in the sky he for aims a up bat on his grappling gun. hook. He's like, oh, yeah. and then he runs <laughs> yeah. away. That shit was insane. That was hilarious. I actually. was like, what? <laughs> they and really then, put that in. At that point, you have to kind of accept this is going to be a fun movie, but this is this is not the smartest Batman. 
Uh, like he literally, oh, he's not. He literally gets. He's running away from the Joker and these assassins that have tricked him, and like he has a his first of what like four fights with the Joker, and then he yeah. runs away. He fights away. the Joker a lot in this movie. Yeah. Uh, well, the creators were really, they were big about that. They said it's basically about these two characters. Right. Everyone else is kind of like dressing on the salad. But right. like, uh, he runs away and Catwoman shows up and finds Batman, which first of all, you shouldn't be able to find Batman. But He's Catwoman, not doing his job well if he's being found. Yeah, Catwoman. I mean, he did have a giant bat design on his hairline. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he got a contemporary so, haircut. And yeah. the Joker would never see him. Got a damn. Yeah. Uh, his barber hit him up with that bat signal I, on his I head. I love it. He, he, after Catwoman finds him and does an exposition dump to explain everything, uh, <laughs> then he goes undercover as a missionary, and yeah, like he's Caleb got like the said, fryer cut. He has the fryer cut, but he has a giant bat signal in his head. Like what? The not fuck conspicuous are you doing, at all. <laughs> like no, no one's know. gonna think he's Batman. Yeah. Come on, especially not when he has a bunch of people looking for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that is funny, and it's funny because then after that, um, there's a little, some more exposition. She brings him back, mm-hmm. and turns out. Alfred's there. Yeah, and yep. he's like just he just shows up and he like looks like he did normal. He even has he has his hair's a little different, but he's he got, has a little tiny bow in his hair. Yeah, he's got like, a little man bun. Yeah. But he brings him tea and he doesn't realize it's him at first and it's kind of corny. But yeah. and then all three of us. But start, he was he was in the car when yeah. he got transported. He was, in, nice he was little, in the Batmobile somehow. A little bit of exposition yeah. from Catwoman. Oh, Alfred was in the Batmobile when the time warp happened. <laughs> yeah. God, that was just funny because we're both all three of us were like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, doing it's there. Looking, there. yeah, it's amazing. We're all looking at each other for a second. Like, what? Why? Why is Alfred there? And then he's like, "I've made this amazing soup here." And I'm like, "They they must have put this in here for the dub because they're saying something important in Japanese." And now we got to talk about soup, but no, it's actually in the Japanese version. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was fun. It, no, it held like, up. It held up. Yeah. <laughs> So um, we also found out that the Batmobile had also been transported oh, back yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, his ace in the uh, probably the best his Batmobile ace up ever made. It was a legit Batmobile. It's yeah. not just a mobile. Okay, no, okay. listen, Bat. I just got I, God. Okay, I can't. <laughs> this is key one out. Batman is a freaking. He's not very smart in this movie. He has, to his knowledge at least, he's got the most advanced piece of technology in the civilization by like hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. He knows it's the Batmobile. The bat, a bat wing, bat cycle, and bat armor yeah, stuff. Bat mech. Um, it's amazing. This this thing literally transforms four times. Yes, it's yeah. amazing. Great again. Great animism. This movie is full animism. Things yeah. that keep transforming. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, That's textbook. That's right. And uh, but no, he's got it, and he doesn't think, "How can I use this?" He just says, "All right, I got a weapon. Let's go kill the Joker." Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> literally the most un-Batman thing. And, and it's just like you got to roll with it because Batman would scope out the whole area, right? Oh, he would. Like recon. we know this. Yeah, he would recon. recon. Not this Batman. Like Caleb the just said, he's just like, I'm coming for you, Joker. Oh, and the I re- hope you're ready. And, and <laughs> yeah. unfortunately for Batman, the Joker has been doing recon and he is ready. <laughs> well, they uh, the reason that because the Joker has like the main part of the time travel machine with yeah. he? right. He so, has the MacGuffin. Right. So there's mm-hmm. there's basically all of these every city state person, so all these villains all have a piece of the time travel machine. Mm-hmm. And Joker is the biggest one. Yeah. So he's got he's turned his city state into a mech. 
And Batman shows up. Oh, I got this cool piece of technology. I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, wait. The Joker's got this giant city that can make a metal arm come out. Yeah, You're like utilizing a- the entire entire steel and supply of all of Japan. The, that's the big spoiler because that wasn't any of the previews. This thing has giant megazords and robots. And yeah, the Joker flips the switch. He's like, all right, palace, grow your arms. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these giant arms. It was insane. Out. Like his, his, he was in this like fortress mm-hmm. and he literally, he does, he flips a switch or some shit. And all of a sudden this thing gets arms and yeah. it's like a fucking megazord out of nowhere. Yes. And Batman's like, well, shit. He's like, ah, crap. <laughs> so yeah, he, he runs in guns a blazing first thing and gets his ass handed to him uh, multiple, multiple times. Obliterated. Uh, like, uh, first of all, Joker tricks him with a very obvious trick because he's got the Joker right where he wants him. And he's like, oh, I don't think you'll kill me, Batman. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you not see the conveniently placed mother and child? That's going to get killed. He's squashed by my hands. Yeah. God. And it's like, that's uh, obviously the book. a trick. It really the book. Is. And then that's when we have So he has um, to choose between fighting the Joker or going down and saving yep. the... The lady and her kid. And of he, has course little, he, he has a little bat pouty face. Ugh. And he like goes of course he jumps save, down to save down. the kid. And then, and then all of a sudden, I don't know where bat, Bane shows up first. Yeah. And then he beats the shit out of Bane. And he's like, I think I can hold him off. Oh, wait, it's Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, the lady, the, the woman with the kid was Harley Quinn the whole time. Yeah. Shockingly enough. Shocking. Like, but, you're such a dumbass, dude. Yeah, but luckily we got sumo Bane out of it. Like yeah, sumo Bane was there in a Bane. sumo. It's true. About a minute for before he's disposed of and never and never mentioned, mentioned again. again. Yeah, it was insane. He's not even brought back when they go back to uh, well, spoilers. He's never appears again in the movie. So yeah, yeah, that was a bummer. I was like, I was hoping to see him like come up in some other 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 uh, pivotal moment. This was like it was almost like Batman and Robin Bane. Oh yeah, he's yeah. just like he says something they don't bother translating, <laughs> uh, so we assume he's like an actual sumo maybe. But yeah, it's uh, He's like, it's fun stuff. so <laughs> like, that's he, he didn't actually even get a dub. Actually, there was no yeah. voice actor who covered him, and there's no sub either. It just says speaking Japanese. Does it really? I'm not even kidding. Holy shit! Yeah, it, like uh, so. Sorry, Bane. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> Bane. Yeah, so, that really is, isn't it? He's like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's fun stuff. So now Batman is two for two. Well, sorry, the Joker oh, is two for two. two. Yeah. Yeah, in like being a Batman, and and luckily, what Batman is it? Batman doesn't even get out of this because of his weight. He just gets really lucky. Yeah, he gets saved by a clan of bat ninjas. Well, we forgot the uh, the uh, he's getting crushed because it turns into the was the last thing it turned into with the bat cycle. It turns into a bat cycle, and then because he has to fight Bane, it turns into bat armor. Yeah, it turns, he yeah. turns into Iron a, a Man bat. armor. Yeah, yeah. think of like Ridley and. Uh, and uh, aliens. and aliens, yeah, it's like that type of suit, and it ends up getting crushed because uh, the Joker smushes him right with this big fortress mech. Isn't that what happens? Yes, it gets crushed. He has to he has to leave it behind so he doesn't die. Yeah, yeah he's blown away and it gets the blown most advanced up. weapon as far as he knew. <laughs> and then enter in the entire uh, world. Enter the, had, uh, the Batman uh, uh, ninjas. Yeah. Uh, as Sam only, was saying, yeah, not only like this ninja bat clan, which is following a prophecy, it really is like it's like a bingo sheet of like uh, anime tropes, yes. tropes, which is kind of amazing. But you get no less than four Robins in this movie. Okay, that was confusing. Okay, I Firstly, know. 
okay. So yeah, let's let's break that up. So we get firstly we get uh, Dick Grayson. So Nightwing shows up. Yeah, the original we, Robin. We get yeah. Jason Todd who shows up as the Red Hood. I was like, wait, Red Hood is definitely not a good guy. He's he's he is he's like the opposite of good guy. He is now, fella, but he had to have been reading comics for the last 15 years oh, to know. Oh, is he a good guy again? I don't know. Well, he's he's a very brutal anti-hero. He feels like yeah. he's from the 90s. Okay. He was in the, he was these guys, from the dead after 30 years. I guess these guys were all in the... Uh, the uh, Batmobile with Alfred. Because <laughs> yeah. it, never, it never explains how they're they, they, there. No, they, they, they show, show like a little clip of like Nightwing outside the building. Oh, yeah, it does show him. <laughs> That's right. It's um, he, he was trying to do some recon too. Tell yeah. They didn't want to do anything in modern day Gotham. <laughs> no. Anyway, so there's Jason Todd and who's next? Uh, we have Tim Drake, the Red Robin, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Apparently Red Robin's a thing. I got on Wikipedia I and found out. Me too. Right? Yeah. Uh, yum. Uh, <laughs> oh, fun fact. I, I didn't mention this but fun fact uh you know who voiced tim drake red robin no will friedel friedel i can't Wait, I say it? I don't know that is formerly terry mcginnis oh from yeah, yeah. Wow. batman beyond yeah you and also eric Mal beyond. eric matthews and boy meets world eric that's matthews a nice little, that's, that's nice who little it was. Egg. I, it was it was neat i yeah. i like him i like i follow him on twitter so he seems like a cool guy so it's like oh cool he's getting bat work again that's cool i'm sure yep. he would love to do terry mcginnis sometime but no it um, is funny like it's uh, gonna happen that thing's about to become super retro oh yeah not to cut you off too much caleb but it was just funny hearing sam say you know like so many of the tropes because like a lot of the character designs very like if you think like harley quinn and catwoman they're like super sexualized oh, ultra like, sexualized oh, yeah. big old titties like oh, yeah. everything and then the, the camera would like the, the it was super male gazy the camera it would really lay on was, their boobs yeah. And their yeah. And stuff. yeah oh yeah and there was a part there is a part specifically when catwoman does like a front flip and like you see all the way down. I'm like, that's some fan service shit right yeah. there. Come on now. Right. And then a lot of the, uh, one thing I did forget to mention was um, Catwoman has like a part, a, a, a part of like exposition where she's talking about all the villains that are there and like how the city states are broken up. And there was a really cool character montage. Remember that it was like the freeze frame, almost like a video game intro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the title cards. Yeah, so that was really title cool. Cards, the, the characters all was. got like their own cards. So every time a character was introduced, like most of the characters, I got like a it would freeze frame on them, and you get like their name and like a really cool anime yeah, blurb style. about them. Yeah, yeah and, and it was really little, cool. Like voice clip, like they it were entering me. the Street Fighter arena. Exactly. Yes. I was like, it was like a video game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, sorry not to cut you off too much. But no, that was great. I'm glad you mentioned that because it's another. I, I guess we didn't we didn't specify. This movie, um, we should have said this during the review portion, I guess. Every animeism or or trope or thing and that is an anime that you know of on the internet is in this movie somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we've already mentioned a bunch of them, but like that's just another example of like, hey, this is an anime thing or a Japanese video game thing, and it's here. I mean, I love it. I I, I find it I actually find it quite endearing. Myself. Oh yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it, it's cool because it did feel like. They were like, well, shit, let's see how much stuff we can cram in. It will even have little Easter eggs. Like the designer who did the design for Afro Samurai, he did all the character designs for this. He talked about it, which brings us back to like the very last Robin, who you wouldn't know it from the movie, but he's Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne, yep. I don't know anything about the character, really. I know he's he's actually Bruce Wayne's son, which is so way above my head that I, I don't know what's going on. I know on. that's a, yeah, I'm with you. That's yeah. a character I know exists, but I don't know his origins. Yeah. I don't know any of that stuff. Well, he's he's the son of Talia Agul and Batman. But like, my understanding of the character in the comic is he's nothing like in this movie where he's super happy-go-lucky. I heard he's kind of a dick. He is. Well, he kills people. But like, it's It's a really weird thing. Uh, but like, uh, 
what's interesting about it is his, his haircut is actually lifted straight from Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh, so like Cub from Lone Wolf. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he yeah. had the weird, he had the weird haircut. We kept making fun of. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're like, why does he look like his hair looks like he's an old guy or something? Yeah, it, it, well, that makes the, more sense. It's the shaved head with like the three patches up yeah. front and the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. that shit looked dumb to me, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's anime man, Animu, Am I right? It's a very, very <laughs> so, proud uh, culture. Where are we? At? Where? Yeah. <laughs> So where are we at now? Oh, so uh, he's been joined by the Bat Ninjas. Yeah, 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 the yeah. clan. Yeah, this is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this is where he decides, oh, where's Gorilla Grodd? I wonder yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. been. We should go find him and find he out receives, why he's not working yeah, with the other guys. He receives a letter from Gorilla Grodd. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. And through contrivances, they form an alliance to take on the Joker. And, and this is like... The third time Batman does something stupid. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but another uh, anime trope, when he meets uh, Gorilla Grodd, he's in a hot spring. Hot spring. Yeah, I always. was like, oh, we got everything, baby. I had, uh, we, were, like, playing, we were playing anime trope bingo. I had flashbacks. So like, I, had, of, I got to mark that one. If we were, if we were doing a drinking <laughs> game, we would have been wasted in 20 minutes. <laughs> I had flashbacks of Tenchi Muyo. I was thinking that I was exact like, thing, yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, this reminds me of when 10-year-old Sam saw the bath scenes in Tenchi Muyo Ooh. and was like, whoa. And <laughs> didn't know how to react, except now <laughs> it's a gorilla. You're like, I want to remember this when I'm alone later. Not the gorilla. No, not the gorilla. No. Or whatever you're into, man. I don't know what you're No, into. no. <laughs> whoa, no. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, you're going to get all of Oklahoma City saying terrible things about me. <laughs> I know you like going to the zoo, but oh God damn. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Justice for Harambe. <laughs> oh God. Tits out for Harambe. <laughs> oh, my fuck. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sam likes regular human boobs. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, so... To grow the ride, Batman team up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, another dumbass mistake from Batman. Okay, so well, it's almost like a bunch of episodes of like to me, it was almost like a bunch of really condensed episodes of Power Rangers because it was like exposition, exposition, fight, yeah, exposition, exposition, fight, yeah. No, you're right, yeah. and he's like, he's like the Mr. Magoo of Batman's, like, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's like just fucking up, but everyone around him is really like saving his ass. I love Spo it. Spoilers, guys, Gorilla Grodd backstabs him, he didn't see it coming. Right. Yeah, yeah. How would you come on, dude? I, I love it because like Gorilla Garad sets up a meeting with Joker and he he's on this little boat and Joker's like in this giant, really well designed galleon, right? Like a pirate ship. Yeah, they and, all have boats all and of Joker's a sudden like, somehow. Oh, I'm surprised you came alone. And then the guy <laughs> rowing Gorilla Grodd's boat, who's obviously Batman because his bat ears are poking <laughs> out through the hat. Yeah. He's like, maybe he's not alone. Fucking <laughs> 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 idiot. Again, another man. anime thing. He throws the clothes off. Yeah. And dramatic, <laughs> yeah, dramatic, yeah, dramatic reveal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're done, uh, Joker. <laughs> and then there's, yes, there's a squabble between Gorilla Grodd, Joker, and Batman. Mm -hmm. They get the Joker down for the count, and then Gorilla Grodd double-crosses Batman. <gasps> Who and, saw it coming? And they beat the crud out of the Joker. Like, the one nice thing about the Joker in this is Joker can hang with Batman. Like, he's a straight-up ninja. Like, he's, like, jumping off of things, but, man, they beat the crud of him, out of him on that pirate ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really it, it was like really kind of a waste to me that it was this Batman that had like the Bat Clan 
Yeah. I'm like, you're such an idiot, dude. Yeah. Why do you have this awesome bat clan that... But you know how to lead. And they, they were keep, told that someone from the future would come him. back yeah. and be like the leader of them. And it's like, come on, man. Even Batman at one point is like, why are you following me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I am not doing a good job. You're right. I find it hilarious. They never, ever questioned him. And then like, okay, I don't want to jump too far ahead. But later at the end of the movie, he's like, oh, oh my God. I see what they've been telling me the whole time. Yeah, I was like, yeah you've oh been fucking God. up on all fronts, my guy. Yeah, yeah. man. So uh, it turns out, of course, Gorilla Grodd, like you said, like you said, he beg, he he betrays him, and then Two Face comes in. Everything blows up, and it's big, like everything, as far as they know, becomes a stalemate. So that's when they're like, "We'll prepare. We'll spend months preparing to have this giant fight with all the other warlords, yeah. and we'll take out Gorilla Grodd, who now has Catwoman on his side." Oh, that's right. Yes, because uh, Catwoman double crossed them also. That's right. What a traitorous, traitorous little minx. Like she just betrays them. Yeah. But like, uh, these hoes ain't loyal, man. Uh, it's okay. She'll be back. Like, uh, it's okay. Batman's going to be totally cool with it. Yeah. And then the strangest part of the movie where they, they completely change the animation style. And we, we segue <laughs> into this weird motif in the countryside where red hood uh, I think it's his debut scene, right? It is. It's, yeah. de it's his debut Which is why, scene. I remember, okay, when we were watching this, I was very confused because we get, yeah, it ends with Batman saying we're going to spend months and then it goes into a different art direction with a character, right. the Red Hood, who we hadn't seen yet, talking to these people that look kind of like the Joker, maybe like Harley. I was like, yeah. what? I literally was turned to you guys. I was like, I don't even yeah. know what's going like, on right the now. Same movie. Uh, to give some context, if you've ever seen like, uh, uh, have you ever seen the Animatrix? There's a character who's like, God, he's like a fanboy of Neo. And like he was first introduced to the Animatrix and it's like him escaping the schoolyard. And it's weird because it looks like it's all just sketched out. It doesn't look like hand celled animation. It's like watercolor mm -hmm. over and over and over. That's what this looks like. So it's very dreamy. Like some of the anatomy is even off. But like, you, like Red Hood finds joker and harley but they've lost their memories and he just starts pistol whipping them he kicked the shit out of harley them, yeah. yeah he freaking yeah he like freaking bobby browner yeah but then uh the smartest man on planet earth batman shows up <laughs> and, he's, and he's like we'd heard reports that there were Caucasian settlers in this area. <laughs> They're whitewashed in the land. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's obviously the Joker because he's got green hair. Green hair. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and they know it's the Joker and Harley, but he's like, I don't see the evil in his eyes. <laughs> I, I think he's reformed. He like lost his memory because <laughs> yeah. of the he's fight. Like, the Joker's no longer. I was like, dude, you're looking at him. Batman would never just be like, oh, the Joker no lost way. his memory. We're good to go. And, and Red Hood's like, this seems like a really bad yeah, idea. He's like, bro, yeah. but I think that's, <laughs> her. Just, I think just, that's them though. Just letting them, <laughs> right? like maybe we should arrest them. Uh, like, <laughs> dude, yeah, lock them up or do something yeah. to protect that people. That was funny because he like kicked the shit out of like. Uh, he destroyed. It was almost like, whoa. Like we're watching all these samurai fights and everything, but he's just like, boom, boom, boom. And they're like, you see they blood they're flying, flying everywhere. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> but then it's all explained at the end when they leave that. Oh my God. The Joker has apparently planted this plant. Oh my God. And it hypnotized himself. That had hypnotized yeah. himself. And this plant had like the properties that could snap him out or bring his memories mm -hmm. back 
and he starts doing his like little maniacal laugh, like he's remembered who he was, and he gets like the red on his lips. I mean, and Batman like, couldn't hear the laugh from like two feet away. Yeah, like, what the That's fuck, the dude? best part. Don't don't leave someone there just to make sure. Don't check <laughs> yeah, in don't, on them. Don't watch them. I mean, dude, I'm just saying yeah. like every okay. And I'm not saying listen, there's a lot of different versions of Batman. I'm cool with that. But I just feel like Batman wouldn't be that stupid as to not have someone at least kind of casually monitor them from time to time. They're basically doing exactly what the Red Hood was doing. Yes. A little recon action. But but yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's like example number three or four of just like, what are you doing, Batman? And then, of course, it, from there, it basically moves into the 30-minute climax, yeah. which is just like this so everyone's gigantic thing of like all the characters, every trope you can imagine, straight-up Megazord action. Yeah. Dude, okay, that was the thing. I kept thinking we'd seen it go as crazy as it possibly could. Every yeah. time, you're like, this is not going to get any crazy. But then when we see, okay, so we see them all morph their city states or their cities into like Zord like things. Yeah. And it was like, Oh so my God, this is, yeah. So yeah, this is Harley, uh, poison Ivy, uh, the penguin, two face death stroke. Uh, am I missing any? The other, the Grilla other girl on grill grot, of course. Yeah. Uh, and the Joker's not out of the picture at this point, but you see them with the, like, they've got these giant mech looking things. I'm like, man, this is so crazy, but there's no way they're going to, Oh my God. They're doing a Megazord. They're really doing the Megazord. They actually yep. all uh, grow grod mind controls all of them. It merges all of their cities into a Megazord and a power. And it's even done in a Power Rangers Megazord morph type thing. They even do the split like screen. a montage. Yes, like Super Diamo City away. <laughs> 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 well, that's no less like that's not before like all this crazy like fight scene leading up that kind of culminated with like Batman and the bat clan being in these crazy like chariots yeah. that they like drive off of this cliff. No, they drive down a, a very steep cliff. With all these horses. Like, and the I'm like, horses the do fuck? not look comfortable. Yeah, Even like, in animation. The yeah. legs of those horses would yeah. be broken. Oh yeah. But it's well, just I like hilarious, how the, I like how man. he's riding a horse. He's riding horses in a battle against giant freaking megazords. Yeah. I love it. I love the line. We don't need technology. Nature will be our weapon. Uh, I don't know, man. My he's guy, like, technology's pretty nice. Yeah, there's <laughs> giant 200 foot robots. I think you're gonna need some tech. And he's like, remember, we're not fighting this, the Megazord cities. We're fighting people inside, but then they proceed to fight the Zord things. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're like, well, but my guy, how are they gonna fight this Megazord? <laughs> and little do we know. Oh my God, okay, that's the thing. We thought the Megazord, <laughs> we were sure the Megazord yeah. was as crazy as it could go. But there's these, uh, at some point, Robin had befriended this little monkey. The youngest Robin. The youngest Robin. Yeah, Damien Wayne, yeah. yeah. Had befriended this monkey. And you're like, oh, that's kind of annoying. I love whatever. it. Even Red Robin the ex- is like, the explanation. Yeah, he, he, he got a monkey friend. I don't know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all the exposition that it is. It's like, yeah. ah, I guess he has his friend. I don't know. And it's all fine and cool. But when they get to that point where they're fighting the Megazords, all of a sudden this monkey becomes like the key piece. Mm-hmm. Because they summon all the other monkey well, troops. Doesn't well, uh, Gorilla Grodd? Doesn't okay. Uh, Joker shows back up and takes over the Zord from yeah, Gorilla Grodd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorilla Grodd out. The so then he yeah. becomes like he runs like the helm. And he's like, like, look, you can summon my army of monkeys now. because because uh, Joker had dropped like all those. Uh, he he had like all these bombs that had like the mind control mm-hmm. plant or whatever. Oh yeah, and he was dropping them all on that. So he like took control of everyone, and um, he had like a joker face balloon that was pretty awesome yeah. and dropped like so the balloon onto the, the head, head. Yeah. The head yeah. <laughs> yeah becomes the head of the megazord because why not 
And so the Joker, in turn, has taken over the Megazord. Mm-hmm. So then we get into the monkeys, and all of a sudden... Monkey, thousands upon thousands, thousands of monkeys. monkeys. just show up out of nowhere. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's going to be like a monkey invasion. So yeah. they start fighting them one by one, like climbing up the yeah. Megazord. And so you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of goofy, but I guess they're going to be taken down by monkeys. It's like being attacked mm-hmm. by flies or something, right? Yeah, sure. Exactly. But no, the movie's not done yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you have the best thing ever, and the monkeys, because Robin's playing a magical flute, right? <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. poke flute. The monkeys f- take a giant amorphous form of, if you, I don't know if you guys have ever seen these things. They're called monies. It's basically a giant monkey, but it looks just like a money. And a money is like one of those little white PVC things you can draw on. It's a little monkey-looking figure. Oh, yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. literally this giant orange monkey made up of thousands of monkeys. <laughs> yes. So you're yes. like, holy shit. So then this giant monkey yeah. is fighting That's this Megazord. Fighting a Megazord. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, okay, this is kind of dope. This is kind of crazy. Batman movie? Coming, yeah. So then, yeah. <laughs> but then the Joker uses a flamethrower from the Megazord <laughs> on the monkeys. He shoots a hole right through them. Yeah. And like all these dead monkeys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all these monkey carcasses. Up, yeah. And Roasted Robert's monkeys. Like, oh, no. But then, but just, then, just when you're like, oh my god, I'm sure lost. what's how is this gonna get solved now without the monkeys getting roasted for dinner? Uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden, Batman summons bats, <laughs> an army of bats, come out of nowhere, and they fuse with the monkey, the giant monkey. And don't get this, and the, the, the bats fuse the, the army of bats fuse with the giant monkeys to make. A very classic-looking giant like Batman. Like a 1960s, complete with a utility yeah, belt. Yeah, with the utility oh, belt. It was a first appearance Batman. Yes. That was Detective Comics yes. 31. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it's giant mech versus Batman, original OG appearance Batman made yeah. up of monkeys and bats. That <laughs> because is being, that because is being, why yeah, not? Because, because he's Batman. And yeah. by that, I mean Robin's playing the flute. God. That was, I was like, holy shit. This is crazy. So it just goes off the rails. And like, you know, I think in anime like this, though, that's one of the reasons I like anime a lot of times. It it, it goes sensational. It does go off the rails. And it's tons of fun. You just have to accept that nothing matters anymore. And it's lots of fun. So then at that point, um, the giant monkey bat punches through like where like the main helm is, where like the Joker is. Mm -hmm. And that is Batman's end into that. And that takes Crevasse. us, yeah. That takes us to the finale, because basically all the little uh, bat minions take on like Poison Ivy and Deathstroke and all those yeah. people. I don't even think we see those. Oh, fights. and uh, the big yeah. fight between Harley Quinn and Catwoman. Yeah, we do oh, see that. Oh, yeah. the uh, the big line that I saved here. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. Uh, they're fighting like two, like someone's Poison Ivy's fighting with someone, and then. Uh, Catwoman cuts in and she's like, um, time for some girl on girl action. Yeah. They literally said that yep. in, the then, in the movie. In like, I was like extreme, holy shit. And then like in an extreme bit of fan service, she and Harley Quinn get like tangled up and Harley Quinn's just like, you can't beat me, Catwoman, and licks her face. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Yeah, like, whoa. <laughs> like, uh, and then and of that's course, also when like the, the shot is what I was talking about where it's like, 
it shows like up her legs or whatever. Oh, and it's like, come on, y'all. Like, yeah. Fucking A. It goes a little far. Anime tropes, man. There Anime tropes, though. But it, it all leads to the main that was event, so funny. which is probably the best Batman Joker fight. No, that was, that shit was. I've ever seen. That shit yeah. was tight. Uh, walk, walk us through that, Sam. Well, they go, it was great how they did it. They actually filmed it with like actual martial artists and then use that to inform the animation. But like I was saying, the Joker here can go toe to toe with Batman. He can like fight him on, on like physical, on a physical level. So they just have a straight up samurai ninja fight on the roof of this Megazord as everything's falling apart. And it gets like super bloody, like, uh, the Joker is just going nuts. He is just like constantly poking and stabbing and at Batman. Oh it's yeah, it's really like a hard. bona fide like sword battle. It's a oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to describe because it really is like whoa. It's like five solid minutes of like really well choreographed. Yeah, it's like Matrix classic type samurai sword. But they fight. had um, mm-hmm. the cool thing about their swords was like it was like their personality. Oh yeah, like the uh, hilt of the Joker's was it looked like teeth, yeah. like it was yeah. smiling. And then the hilt of uh, Batman's was like the bat's like logo, bat sigil, which yeah. was dope. I was like, that's pretty cool. I don't think we, I think a couple it's of, it's like, we, I don't think I caught it or someone yeah, mentioned it. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't notice that. That's very cool detail and good catch, I think. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but that fight was like, that shit was baller, man. And uh, so that culminates and you want to walk it through there, Caleb? Okay, so the Joker has finished Batman. Batman is just utterly defeated. The Joker knocks him off, or I guess he falls backwards off yeah, of... He stabs him. He stabs yeah. him, that's right. He stabs mm-hmm. him, and Batman falls backwards into the smoke, and Joker has won. Until we realized that wasn't actually the real <laughs> <Yeah>. Batman. <laughs> and, and then other Batman shows up, but he, now he's actually fully... They reintroduced him as Ninja Batman. Or, yeah, Ninja Batman. Yeah, a and Batman Ninja. Batman Ninja, sorry, mm-hmm. thank you. And... He's now even better and cooler <laughs> and has better armor and faster than he was yeah, new and improved. Yeah. And then it turns out Batman had somehow trained all these bats to like create an after image create, of himself. Yeah, create a Batman. And you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> so like the Joker's <laughs> punching what he thinks is Batman and it's like poofing at the like bats. Oh yeah, yes, because yes, because yeah, when whenever the Joker's hitting him, he's poofing around. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? At that point, it's like, oh, sorry, Joker. <laughs> I, you deserve to win, but <laughs> somehow the stupidity carried Batman past the finish line. <laughs> because Batman. Yeah, thank God those bats were there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then they the Batman kind of kicks Joker's ass. Ninja Batman Ninja kicks his ass. Yep. My and, God. And then everybody has a teary goodbye, and they take the villains back. Yeah, they to, finally get all the pieces assembled of the time machine. And yep. also, I've got to just throw out there: I want a sequel because I want to find out how did. How did feudal Japan react to this giant war to end all wars of mechs and stuff like that? And where's Bane? (laughs) (laughs) Take Bane back. uh, They should do a whole show about what happened to Bane in feudal Japan. (laughs) Teaching people Mexican wrestling in Japan. That was insane, dude. So then they go back. um, We see, uh, you know, they reassemble the time machine and go back to present day Gotham. Yeah. Well, it sort of ends with, like, Catwoman giving us a little bit of exposition. Yeah. She makes a bunch of money because she sells a vase that she stole from the past. And then Batman shows up, and because they've come back on the night they left, and he has to go to a dinner with the mayor, Bruce Wayne (laughs) travels in a giant 
chariot Batmobile. Pulled yeah, it's ass. like it's like a chariot. Yeah. yeah, like the carriage of the chariot. Yes, is in the. No one's gonna guess style. that Bruce Wayne's Batman though. He's gonna he's yeah, gonna maintain that yeah. identity. It's like in the style of a Batmobile, it, but it's pulled by horses. And right. you're like, why the fuck would he? That makes no sense. They even bump into a really awesome Easter egg of like the yeah that Joker car Joker mobile from yeah. like the '89 movie. But like, yeah, you're just like, wait, what? Like, no one will know that Bruce Wayne is the Batman. Yeah, you're like, what the it's fuck? Carriage being pulled by the you're Batmobile, giving it away. Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. mean? And I like that, you know, it's so it shows it's like the closing scene, but he's like riding past and you can see into the carriage and he's like still <laughs> pretending like he's in Japan, I guess. So he's, he's like, like he's knelt down on the ground and yeah. like drink, drinking tea like on the ground. And you're like, what the fuck? Why do they feel like they needed to include that? He, he wants to go back to Japan. Yep. I guess, man. This movie was ridiculous. I would suggest anybody watch it if they want to have a lot of fun. It really is. It's one of those movies like we've we've been talking about it and it sounds outrageous, but that really is kind of what Batman is now. No, oh, yeah. Like it's it, this isn't like I'm Batman and like really badass and stuff, but it's so it, it's such a huge it's such a great mix of like awesome action and just like bizarre off the wall humor that somehow it works. Well, and that's the thing too. Batman's been around for so long. Um, kind of like we were talking about at the top of the show. He's been around so long. It's nice to get a fresh take because I truly don't think we've seen a Batman story like this ever before. Yeah. It, it feels so unique. And and we've seen a lot of recycled Batman stories. And it's also nice that, you know, uh, again, I know everyone's got their own taste. And if you like the Batman v Superman, Zack Snyder, Batman, then teach their own, I guess. But <laughs> it's nice to not have a Batman that's so dreary all the time, too. You know what I mean? Like, he's fun. This is Batman's fun in a way that's... He's kind of dumb. Yeah. But yeah, he's fun. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess to close, I'll tell you a little, a short Zack Snyder story that made me laugh that happened to me. I think I, I've maybe told you about it before. It's kind, this is kind of tangential, but it's my show, so I can say whatever I want. But um, we're at uh, New World Comics. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's like 63rd. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love New World. Where is it? 63rd MacArthur? 63rd MacArthur sounds right, yeah. Um so it was the first time I ever been there and James Nim was having a street fighter five tournament. It's like to raise money for a school. And, uh, there's like a, a father and a son there. Um, they're like shopping for comics, like looking at shit or whatever. And, um, I think who's the guy that, that ends up, is it dark side that kills ba- uh, Superman or who is it? Uh, de- Doomsday. Uh, Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah. 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 Doomsday kills Superman. And I guess this kid was trying to think of Doomsday's name. And so he was like talking to his dad. He was like, who's that guy that killed Superman? And just like some random nerd that was there was like, Zack Snyder. <laughs> and like the whole freaking, like, like the whole comic book place just like died laughing. Poor and the kid Zack was like, Snyder. yeah, the kid was yeah. like super confused. But man, that was like the funniest like Zack Snyder story I've ever heard. That's a good one. That's, that's, so a, good. that's a good one. Release, this, release the Snyder cut. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, well, thanks. Uh, thanks you guys for coming out and talking to this, uh, you know, first of all, watching the movie with me and then agreeing to come riff on it. So this is so ridiculous. I knew we had to talk about it, especially after, like, as soon as you sent it to me, Sam, I was like, we've got to do an episode about that. Like, I don't care how long it takes us to get in the studio, but we've got to riff on this shit because it was, man, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah. Yep. Well, Sam, why don't you tell people where they can follow you on social media and, like, keep up with your projects, things like that? Sure. Uh Probably the best place to find me is on Instagram, and that's uh, – hold on one second. Is that Washburn Illustration? 
Yes, I believe it is. Hold on. Oh, my God. I should have planned this. Yeah, it should uh, be... Yeah, Sam Washburn illustration. Is it all or no, Sam Washburn? it's Swashburn. Sh- there we go. S. Washburn illustration S- on Instagram. Yeah, S. Washburn illustration <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Or you can just go to my website because of uh, what I should have said is washburnillustration.com. Okay. And cool. it'll give you links to all that fun stuff. So Awesome. Kayla, what about you? Uh, well, you can uh, always find me if you enjoyed the, this Batman talk today. You can always find me every Wednesday talking with Joshua Unruh about Batman, the animated series. Uh, it's in its 25th, 26th year right now uh, on the podcast and animated discussion dash DCAU. Uh, and you can also find me doing a lot of my film critic work uh, every week over at the cinematropolis.com. Uh, and on Twitter at C Masters Talk. That's letter C Masters Talk. So if you enjoy Batman, animated discussion, rate and subscribe. I think that would be your your Boom. best bet. Yeah, hit it up, yo. And that's good shit too. Like I learned shit. There's at least one thing every time I listen to one of your episodes. I'm like, fuck, I didn't know that. <laughs> like from episode one, I was like, holy shit. I learned things like how the show was drawn on uh, black paper. I had yeah. no idea. I was like, yeah. oh. Little things like that. There, that show is, uh, uh, and the reason we cover it is, I mean, there's a lot of those shows that you watch as a kid that some of them might hold up, some might not. But that, when you look back at that show, th- firstly, that show never in a million years should have happened. It's just such a freak lightning in a bottle thing. Uh, and there's just so many interesting things to talk about because the, the quality of the episodes are generally, are generally very high. But just like you're right, the making of that show, you're like, how did this get on <laughs> television? Who greenlit this? No, and th- these guys do a really good job, and they really get in the weeds, like in in the best way possible to really dissect and you know analyze what what's going on in these shows. And yeah, and we, we uh, I really we, like it. We approach it from uh, two different angles. So I, I come at it from a film critic perspective. I've been doing film criticism for uh, six or seven years now, and then Joshua Unruh comes at it from a comic book scholar oh, yeah. angle. So uh, and we don't always agree. Sometimes we have fundamental no, yeah, disagreements. That's, the, that's uh, the cool part of it is it's not just like a like two yes men. It's like you guys have dissenting opinions. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I uh, thank you for the kind words and i hope uh oh yeah yeah, yeah for sure. check it out well as always guys uh thanks for tuning in uh shout out to vanessa house because i forgot to shout them out at the beginning of the episode <laughs> shout out for these t- bees uh the broken tile man broken tile on deck uh the 401k of course is a staple and as always you can follow us on social media tunes tunes podcast that's t-u-n-e-s slash t-o-o-n-s we're on facebook instagram and twitter You can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. So thanks again, fellas. 